Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. Hope you're all having a great day. Uh, I know, I won't say I hope it's going to get better. I know it's going to be, be, be better, but better. I know it's going to be better after this episode today because this episode is all about fiber. Now, hold on to your hats, okay? It might not be the most exciting, riveting podcast, but it is going to be an extremely important one. And I'm going to, I think I've put the title as fat loss and fiber or something like that. I'll think of a Jossie title anyway as we go on. But you will see how focusing on improving our fiber intake and improving our education around fiber is going to help you with results if you are on a fat loss journey. So as always with the podcast, guys, I, I try and make it not, I try and make it relatable. So it's not solely about fat loss. Like I'm going to highlight the benefits for health, which there are so many, but I'm also going to explain to you how increasing your fiber and how having your awareness around your fiber is going to help your fat loss results as well. So that is what we're going to cover today. And um, like I said, I always, 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 always want to make it exciting and fun and laughy, <laughs> but it is fiber at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how fun and laughy can we make it? Well, let's see, shall we? So what is fiber? Okay, so fiber actually is a type of carbohydrate. Okay, that's what it is. Now you may have seen fiber, you may never, you may not have known that because normally we see fiber like as in fiber supplements um, and um, cereals that say like with added fiber and stuff like that. So I, I guess it will probably aware of fiber, but I bet the only thing you related to is fiber makes you poo. I bet, I bet that's it, because that's generally what people think that it does, which it does do, but it does a lot more. So the first thing I want you to understand is fiber is a type of card, a carbohydrate, but it's different to what we think of carbohydrates as in um, fast sugar and stuff like that, because fiber is a type of carbohydrate that cannot be broken down in our bodies, okay, which is why it's so good. For making us go to the toilet because it passes through our digestive system sort of untouched okay now there is two types of fiber that we're going to talk about the first um i just said we're going to talk about two types we are but i am just going to talk about fiber as a whole because we need both types of fiber so you've got soluble fiber so soluble soluble fiber is as it goes through your body when it's in water or reacts with water it turns into like a gel okay now an example of this and I'm just checking I didn't have any in my teeth, it's like chia seeds, so I have chia seeds on my breakfast every day, so if you've, if you never had chia seeds, you can think about oats, but I just think chia seeds are a great example, when you mix chia seeds with like water, you will notice they get like this gel, sounds gross, but they're really nice, you, you get it like this gel around them, so if you've ever made overnight oats with chia seeds, or even if overnight oats on their own, you'll notice that they they expand, they expand and they go into like a a jelly texture so that is soluble fiber that's where we get soluble fiber from sort of things like that then you've got insoluble fiber i don't know why i am a bit of a fiber queen i am a bit anal any of my clients listen to me will know that i talk about fiber all the time I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with fiber like i check my fiber content every day which we're going to talk about in a minute so we've got soluble fiber which is like the gel texture then we've got insoluble fiber which is my favorite fiber I don't know why I just have got a favorite fiber for no reason at all. But it's this is your things like your your roughage, your, your root vegetables, your skin. Like think of like, you know, like your kiwi skin or your apple skin where it's like rough and it's just I just imagine it. I don't know why. Whenever I'm eating like fibrous stuff, I just love the thought of it, like going through my digestive system 
cleaning everything out, like scraping the walls. What the fuck is wrong with me? I think I'm obs- I am I do know I'm a bit obsessed with like cleanliness and hygiene, but this is another level. I can't believe I'm speaking about this. Uh, but that's what I think. So when I think of fiber in general, right? Because um, I obviously eat like a lot of fruit and veg and stuff, which is the insoluble fiber, but I do eat chai seeds every day as well. But when I think of fiber as a whole, that is what I think of is that is why I can't imagine not tracking my fiber. And we're going to talk about numbers and stuff later on. But yeah, for me, fiber is just a big, big sign of like, I'm, I'm feeding my body with the good stuff. I'm cleansing my digestive system. Like, you know, you should be going to the toilet for a number two every day. If you're not, nine times out of 10, you are lacking in fiber. Now, this is going to actually lead me on quite nicely before we go into the health and fat loss benefits is when we talk about fiber being good for digestion and and putting fiber in with the other bits like um walking tracking our protein tracking our calories and all stuff like that is that we're really good at eating protein we're really good at drinking water we're really good at tracking our calories because it's shoved down our throats um basically whereas when we talk about fiber or when we think about fiber we don't tend to know a lot about it because it's not really shoved down our throat what 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 people might say is make sure you're eating fruit and veg a day okay but how much and why you know we know that fruit and veg is good for us but you know me girls i'm always very big on the science behind it so that's what we're going to go into now but i think i just wanted to to state that on your fat loss on a health journey we're thinking about calories, we're thinking about protein, we're keeping an eye on processed foods, you need to be keeping an eye on your fiber, okay, now we're going to talk at the very end about how much fiber and foods that we can, you know, get fiber from, but um, right now, like, we need to be going in thinking, okay, after this episode, if I'm tracking on my fitness pal, it's like the third one down, so you've got your carbs, your fats, your protein, your fiber, okay, so you want to be keeping an eye on it, and Honestly, I don't think I've ever met any or, or tracked any of my clients' foods straight from the off where they're hitting fiber, okay? So, water break, sorry guys. Um, Let's talk about then the health benefits, okay? So, I'm going to sort of reel these off because these are the big ones that people are like, whoa. So, when you start to increase your fiber intake, you know what? Yeah, no, that's really that. When you start to increase your fiber intake because... In the in the UK, our average fiber intake, I'm just gonna say it, I was gonna say it later, let's say it now. In the UK, our average fiber intake is around 18. Okay. Now I have seen well less than this on my clients. So if you are checking your fiber after this episode and you are like shit, mine's on nine, mine's on eleven, I've seen it all, okay. We want to be aiming to get 35, 30. Now that's a lot, okay? But that's because in this country we are so under quota for getting our fruit and veg in so i say to my clients listen just aim to get 25 30 in 25 to 30 grams of fiber okay the the optimal optimal is 35 that's the recommended but aiming to get 25 to 30 is going to be a huge improvement to what you're already on and you're still going to benefit and the positives from doing that okay so if we think we're aiming for 25 to 30 grams of fiber and we're hitting on average around 18. That's, you know, and I personally think that's quite high. I think it's a lot lower from what I've seen. I would say the average that I see is probably around between 10 and 15. Um, So yeah, so if we're thinking that, 
let's go into the health benefits too. By actively increasing our fibre intake, okay, we can reduce the risk of heart disease, cancers, especially like digestive um like digestive tract cancers okay so like colon cancer everything that's going around our midsection and um, you can see a reduction in them a, um, a reduction in getting diabetes a reduction in having a stroke and it lowers your cholesterol okay so we're going to talk about this in a second so not only are you know if you think about like what the the biggest killers are god this is going down a, a rabbit hole of morbidness but bear with me if you think about what the biggest killers are like with us right now it's things like cancer heart disease stroke what else does it mention diabetes now if increasing our fiber can attack all of them and help reduce that risk it's a fucking no-brainer why are we not talking more about it you know um I, yeah okay god I feel like I just sometimes need a pedestal because when I start going off on the ears, I am like, okay, I'm saying why we're not talking more about it. I need to be talking more about it. We all know how to track your calories of a weekend, eat more protein. But what I've just reeled off there is so important, reducing the risk of these, you know, redu reducing the risk of these health scares that we have by increasing our fiber. It's like a no-brainer. So reducing heart disease some cancers diabetes stroke so it lowers our cholesterol it improves our immune system um so let me explain how it can improve our immune system so if you think or maybe you don't know but now you know your gut microbiome okay so what the, the live back to live gut bacteria that lives in your stomach okay this is responsible for so much more than we actually realize it's a whole other podcast episode that I need to do, okay? Because there's a reason why they call it your second gut. There is a reason there is a book, or there's books called The Mind to Gut Connection, okay? Because so much shit happens in there, no pun intended, but so much stuff is happening. So, many, so much stuff is getting recepted in your stomach. So many reactions are going, including your immune system, Okay, which is why when you have antibiotics, if you don't know what antibiotics do in layman's terms, you take the antibiotic and it kills off all bacteria. It kills off good bacteria. It kills off bad bacteria in your stomach to wipe out whatever's going on with your body. Okay, so if you think how much that makes sense now with that your immune system is living and being dictated by what's going on in our GI tract, and if we know that when we eat fiber, it's really good for our GI tract. It's therefore going to help improve our immune system. Hopefully that landed, okay? Now, just to go a little tiny bit more into the science of that, here is why, okay? So when we have, remember at the beginning, I said your body can't break down fiber, okay? It can't break down fiber, but it does react with it. And what happens when it reacts with it in your stomach with them enzymes, with them, that gut microbiome is, is that improvement of that gut bacteria happening, okay? Which is why we have all these health benefits, which is why um, that immune system gets improved, okay? Also, when we have fiber, I, I didn't, I meant to say this before, but I um, didn't carry on with it. I said lowers cholesterol. So when we digest fiber, the fiber helps tag onto to, to cholesterol and get rid of it. So if you are suffering with high cholesterol or you have a history of high cholesterol in your family, improving your fiber intake can really help reduce the risk of that. Okay. 
That was quite a lot, wasn't it? Um, okay, so from the health benefits end, we've, we've covered a lot there. I think as well, this this is sort of going into fat loss and how we look, but the, the last thing I want to touch on with fibre and, and health benefits is it helps with digestion. It helps reduce bloating and constipation, okay? So I'm, I, you might be already putting two and two together, but if you think about what I said with the fibre and what it does, it passes through your digestive system, okay? When you poop out, like, you know, we're talking a lot about poo, of course, we are a fiber. But when you poo a poo, like, that is because that fiber has pushed everything through and literally pulled it off the other end. I hope no one's squeamish on this. I don't think you are listening to me. I'm I'm a little bit ruthless sometimes, aren't I? Um, oh, it's all right. Um, yeah, so that is why if you are struggling with digestion and you are like, well, I'm eating my protein, I'm drinking my water... I'm doing everything, I still can't pay, I still suffer with bloating, check your fibre, girl, check your fruit and veg intake, we'll talk about that in a second, but check your fruit and veg intake, check your fibre, okay, Um, and again, things with 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 bloating, I'm, I'm really trying not to go off a tangent, I just want to highlight something, so if you think what I said about fibre being really good for your bacteria, you know, these whole foods that we're getting it from, these fruit, these veggies, these whole grains, which we'll talk about in a second, well, if we don't have a lot of that, but we have a lot of the other stuff, the processed foods, the man-made foods, the highly palatable foods that have low to no fiber in them, well, what's that going to do to your gut? If the fiber makes it good, what's the opposite going to do? It's going to make it bad, okay? Do you have, you know, like extreme bloating? It's not normal. It's really not normal. I've got a big thing, actually, you know, about these people who are like fucking... 8am, 8.01, and they show the belly is like after breakfast and they're three times the size. I'm like, what are you trying to promote here? Because that's actually not healthy. Like you're not meant to go through these phases of extreme bloatedness. Yes, it's a little bit of a difference after you've eaten a meal, but you're not meant to look like you've swollen up. Um, And again, I've had this with clients in the past. Clients who are like hitting the calories and hitting the protein, but not from whole foods, from shit, from high processed stuff, from what's it called from Aldi, the snacking chicken that's not like real chicken, hitting protein shakes, like, and, and just having like these big meals, like that is not going to be good for your gut. Physically, are you going to get the results that you want? Possibly, maybe. Internally, how are you going to feel? Like crap, okay? And this is why every time on the on our podcast, I'm always highlighting the health and the fat loss because they're both important, okay? You can't, don't just want to do one, Okay, if you're going for fat loss, you want to do it in a healthy, sustainable way. Right, tangent over. Um, digestion, bloat, constipation. Right, let's move on then. So we've covered health. Hopefully now you're thinking, I need to get my act together. Fiber's pretty goddamn important. So uh, yeah, that's a health point. Now hit me with the fat loss points then. Okay, let's go then. So people who are on these, um, there were studies done of people who sat on low fiber and people who increased their fiber up to the recommended intake. No guessing who who lost the most weight. It was the people who increased the fiber. Now, the reason behind this is just like protein sits in our stomach, fiber sits in your stomach. Think about it logically. If you're eating something, your body really struggles to digest. Well, what's it going to do? It's going to sit in your stomach longer, isn't it? Till your body, till your body starts pushing it through its GI tract. Did you like my little dance there? That was my GI tract dance. Like, so logically, what's it going to do? It's going to make you fuller for longer. 
it's gonna be slowing the release of blood sugar so you are not gonna get them hit and miss cravings okay or them hit and miss no them up and down cravings hit and miss where's that come from okay um yeah so sorry i was just looking at my notes of where i'm up to so yeah with fat loss then so when you have fiber sits in your stomach takes longer to digest helps manage cravings stabilizes your blood sugar so you're not thinking about eating and then an hour later thinking i'm hungry now let's do a little versus shall we so let's say you have pro your protein oats versus a mcdonald's mcmuffin because i knew that they wouldn't have any protein in okay oh, oh, sorry this is a bit of a backstory i should have done prior to doing the pod isn't it should have had my numbers but I haven't got them, so we're just going to say one's got fibre and one hasn't. So one's got fibre and protein, and one's just got a little bit of man-made protein, but zero fibre and fast carbs, okay? I guarantee you now, and maybe you've done this, maybe you recognise this, you will eat them protein oats, let's say, at 8am. You'll last until 12 without, without even a sniff of I'm hungry. 11, 12, okay? Three, four hours. Versus your Mackey's McMuffin that I absolutely know within probably 60 to 90 minutes, that has gone through your digestion, it has peaked your blood sugar, and it has dropped it back down again, causing you to be like, I'm fucking starving, okay? Is that going to help you on fat loss? No. Girl, they could be the exact same calories. They could be the exact same protein. If they are lacking that fiber, that is what's going to hit you up, okay? So now we can see what I was saying at the start of the podcast of work your calories do your protein do your water do your steps do your fiber track your fiber it's just as important for helping you get results as all of that other stuff and again it's why i i practice what i preach when i track my calories when i track my protein i also track my fiber now you don't have to think about as i said before with numbers we want to be getting 35 grams in but aiming for 25 to 30 grams is still going to be a significant improvement and you're still going to get benefits from it but rather than thinking well where do i even start with with tracking my fiber a really easy way to track your fiber is stick to that five portions of veg a day five portions of fruit and veg one portion of fruit and veg is, is about 80 grams okay 80 grams per portion so rather than stressing about tracking fiber numbers like how much fibers in there how much fibers in that if you aim to get five portions of veg in couple of pieces of fruit you're good if you are listening to me thinking is she messing there's nowhere near i i don't do that nowhere near you've got a problem because you should be you should be near you should be planning your meal exactly i spoke about this on the fit and six the other day but I went through how, like the process that we should be planning our meals in, not just for fat loss, but for health, okay? Is that you want to be thinking about, okay, where's my protein source coming on? Like, let's say you're having a lunch. So where's my protein source? This is the way that I do mine. Because I know protein is really important for, you know, my muscles, my tissue, keeping me full, keeping me blood sugar levels stable. So where's that? The next thing I plan in is my fruit and veg. What am I having there? What fruit and veg is going with this meal? Because this meal ain't complete without fruit and veg okay then you look at your carbohydrate sources so what carbohydrate sources am i having that's going to keep me you know steady fuel and then maybe it's fats so if i just think of like what i have for my lunch which at the moment is like a chicken and egg salad with cottage cheese ribiza 
for me, it's literally like the perfect meal. I know I'm getting two to three portions of veggies in there. I know I've got two two portions of protein, three different types of protein, but two portions. My fats and my cottage cheese, is that everything? And my carbs and my rye visa. Perfect, okay? So I'm not calling myself perfect. I'm just saying it's a pretty well-rounded meal. Um, but that is how I structure. And even if an evening meal, let's just do it off the cuff now then. For my tea tonight, I am having... Oh, I'm going to sound like a proper bull, but I love it. I'm having basa fillets for my protein, okay? I'll make a homemade tomato sauce. So I'm getting me tomatoes, getting me seeds in um, to pour over the basa. Then I'm having a jacket potato. So get my skin skin on the jacket potato with some cottage cheese. There's another source of protein and fats in there. And then my veggies. I am having the best vegetables of all time, broccoli and cauliflower. Gosh. Sometimes the three peas in as well. I'm feeling adventurous. But again, what we can see there is how I've built that meal. Protein, fish and cottage cheese, fats in the cottage cheese, maybe a bit buttered on the veggies. Um, fiber, we've got loads of fiber. We've got white potato with the skin on. We've got broccoli. We've got cauliflower. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, and then my veggies, which is my broccoli and cauliflower. So again, how I've structured that meal is like a little checklist. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with doing that. I remember, I remember listening to someone once who said, "You don't have to have fruit, vegetables at every meal," and I was like. I get what you're saying because you don't have to have vegetables at every meal. You should have them at the majority of meals. Every meal should have some sort of fruit and veg in from a vitamin mineral point of view, from a micronutrient point of view, from a fiber point of view. And we've covered the importance of fiber and where we get fiber from, which I probably should have spoke about earlier, but I'm guessing you've got the gist of it now, is our fruits and our vegetables, our skins and our fruits and our vegetables, um whole grains okay so again when you compare whole grain versus white um let's use rice for an example so you've got whole grain rice and you've got white rice okay when we consume white rice because it's had the whole grain took out of it and it's got less fiber in it goes into our bloodstream quicker we digest it really easily it gives us fast energy now sometimes we need that if we need fast energy and we're going to the gym or we're post-workout or something where we need that 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 spike and that quick energy. Great, that's that's fine. A lot of us, the majority of us, should be having the whole grain stuff because we want to have a more filling meal, a slower release of energy, um, and a higher fiber intake. Okay, but that is so that is a difference. So when you're thinking about fiber, um, you want to be thinking fruits, vegetables, whole grains, seeds, nuts, and and what does that to come to, girls? It's whole foods, isn't it? It's not really rocket science here. It's it's think it's logically if we're thinking fiber is really good for us. Have a guess what it's in? Whole foods that aren't processed. Compared to low fiber foods aren't that good for us. Let's have a little guess what they are. Highly palatable foods, pastries, um, you know, crisps, chocolate, sweets, all of that stuff that is like giving us that dopamine hit that we want more of, that we feel like we can eat more of. It's because it's got no fiber. It is literally going straight through our system into our bloodstream, okay? And just to back off at the end of that, if you're like, okay, it goes into our bloodstream, well, here's the thing, right? When we have a quick release of sugar into our bloodstream and we're not using it as energy, it's either energy or stored energy, aka fat. So again, when we're looking at highly palatable foods, this is what we've got to remember. It's not just fitting your calories into whatever you want to fit them in. Quality is so, so important. 
which is why I'm always talking about protein, carbs, fats, whole foods, fiber, because they're fitting your calories into like them compartments and going through them checklists is going to have you not get the best results, but feel better getting them as well. Because ultimately it does come down to calories in, calories out. We know that, okay? We know that. But also doing calories in, calories out on really shitty quality food and and high palatable man-made food, stuff that's not looking after your insides. How sustainable is that? How long can we do that for? How long can we feel like crap for? Till the point that we start not going for a poo, to the point that we feel constipated, bloated, we stop sleeping as good, our energy's low. There's a reason why people feel like dieting doesn't work for them. And nine times out of 10, it's because the diet they're doing is trying to fit high palatable junk food into a calorie deficit that they can't sustain. So when they can't sustain it, calorie deficits don't work for me. Okay, so... I feel like, I feel like we're done. I feel like we're good. I feel like we're now all fiber freaks by the end of this. I hope so anyway. Um, so girls, just to wrap it up then, we now understand the importance of fiber. I'm buzzing with this episode, by the way. And you best believe anybody who ever mentions fiber to me is going to get sent this. So remember girls, just to clarify then, we want to be aiming for 30 grams of fiber. Split it up in the day by just thinking, five portions of veg, couple of pieces of fruit, okay? you are, That's going to be a really good way to get it in. But obviously, you've got your whole grains and stuff to be aware of as well, okay? Do not panic if you're like, oh, I'm doing nine grams of fiber. Do it slowly, okay? You don't have to go from nine grams to 30 grams, okay? If you think about what fiber does and, you know, it's reacting to your stomach. Some people might say, because this is a little caveat, actually. I hope no one switched off and I hope they listen to this. When you go from doing like minimal fiber to quite high fiber or what, you know, what's recommended fiber, you might feel, I don't know, like a little bit off in your stomach, maybe, or maybe you've tried to do this before and you're like, what doesn't work for me? Everybody can tolerate fiber, but sometimes they, if they've had, if they've like got like a damaged gut from eating such high processed food for a long period of time, and then they go and put a load of goodness in, you can feel a little bit of like, what's the word? I'm just going to say dicky tummy. It's not even scientific, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's just a little, little bit off. Now, what I would recommend is go low and go slow. So start bringing your fiber up nice and low and then increase and then increase and do that slowly and your body will learn to tolerate it again, okay? That's probably a little side note I'd recommend to do there. But all in all, go take a look at it. Increase your fruits, increase your veggies, Increase your whole grain, you need you need your you need your nuts, your seeds. Um, and I guarantee, yeah, you not only will you, if you're on it for fat loss, get better fat loss results, more sustainable, but your energy, yourself, how you feel, it's all gonna massively improve. All right, guys, thank you as always to listen to the Mission Empowered podcast. Next week's episode is a really, 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 really exciting one, especially if you're an avid listener. Um, so yes, and as always. Drop me a rating if you enjoyed this. Drop me a message and let me know how you got on with it. Any questions, please fire them over. And lastly, share it on your socials if this was helpful to you. And I will see you next time. All right, guys, have a good one. Love you, bye.